why I failed at everything. I want you to delve into this and listen to it repeatedly because there are going to be a lot of nuggets that you can't just get at one time listening through. My name is Tanya Tanika, and I am coming to you from the Igniting Clarity show where I help kingdom entrepreneurs get clarity, take action, and start to see results in their life. I'm not going to lie to you. This is something that I decided to uh, get back into after a few years of being um, not online and about a year of not even being in business anymore. God just had placed in my heart the need for kingdom entrepreneurs, believers to truly walk in their authority. And it was pretty interesting because I had been feeling this for many years and I, man, I'm going to tell you the truth. I did not want to do it. I will not lie to you. Um, I had so much brokenness and places and areas that I needed healing in my life. And I didn't realize that I was actually judging the very people that I wanted or um, that I had a hunger for that God placed inside of me uh, to set free. Isn't that just, doesn't that blow your mind? And that's a part of why I failed at everything because I could get this I'll talk about this yo-yo brand in a second when I, when I speak to you about the uh, few areas in my life that I realized needed changing um, and were a significant point to why uh, I was failing. And when I say failing, I didn't mean that I didn't make money. I didn't mean that um, I wasn't able to live a you know decent life. Um, I didn't love God or anything like that. I'm not saying anything. Failure is essentially not operating in what God called me to, because it was the exact individuals that I was called to that hurt me. And so I wasn't able to do what I needed to do, right? Um, because I operated in that hurt. So let me let me talk to you a little bit about why um, why in certain areas that were really difficult. So one area, and this is not in order of anything. So just re-listen and re-listen. And uh, I, I would suggest to listen first, then re-listen again, and take notes. Okay. Um, so stewardship. Um, stewardship was, was a big thing. I didn't know how to much handle myself, my health, my, um, self-care in some areas. And so that really took a significant hit on how I stewarded other things. Um, I learned my personality and who I am is a starter, right? So I would start, 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 but it was very difficult for me to continue and maintain, uh, not just because of the support and so on and so forth, but because of the mental blocks that I had in my head. Um, I had those thoughts in my head that um, I wasn't good enough. Uh, what I thought and the things that God had given me 
because I didn't always see them out there, it was very difficult for me to trailblaze those areas. And so I didn't want to uh, step out. And then funny part is once uh, time went on a year or two later, I would find this same exact thing that was super popular at that moment. God had showed me what that was going to be in the future. And so, you know, it was very difficult to steward over everything that I needed to steward over. Uh, I was so looking for the affirmation, confirmation, and validity of who I was and my worth um, that I stayed volunteering at the church and doing so many things and um, filling my schedule up with things that my heart wanted to do. But I weighed myself down with so much of it that it was not satisfying anything and it was wearing me out more than rejuvenating me, if that made sense. The next thing was the it factor. Um, the it factor. <laughs> that was my gut. Always going along with, um, you know, what individuals we're saying was the next big thing or however, but not trusting again, what God really truly placed within me. Um, and I'm going to revert back actually to the stewardship because I don't, I don't want to forget some uh, bullet points because I want to tell you, and then I want to help you activate at the end. So um, let me revert back. So stewardship, I didn't know my numbers. I didn't know, um, you know, how many people I needed um, to convert in an ad or really how to do the certain things that needed to be done, um, set goals financially, look at the numbers, programs, how much I needed to sell of each thing. So I didn't steward over the business and I didn't find a, a, a community uh, that I consistently was in, a mentor or anything like that. Um, I found a lot of the pastors and individuals that I was under pastored, which was great, but wasn't able to really show me the aspects of the business part. And so it was very difficult because I, 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 um, I would find myself spending thousands upon thousands of dollars trying to find those mentors and people and, and, um, and not relying on my walk with God, my relationship with God. Uh, to find to find that so it was stewardship in that perspective. I remember also within my family <laughs> I was literally trying to cook clean run a business um, And do everything that needed to be done and I would find myself um, Because the learning curve was so big stepping online, you know burning food because I was trying to cook dinner and handle the kids and um you know, do everything that needed to be done all at once. You know, it was just, uh, it was overwhelming. Eventually it took a very, very big toll on my mental and my health. You could see it in my health. And I'm gonna show some pictures uh, in the actual post itself on my website at tanyatanika.com because I want you to see the before and after of what it was from me going into the inner healing part, all right? Now let's go to, down into like the, uh, the it factor. So the it factor, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't trust my gut because I didn't trust myself. I didn't have confidence in myself, right? I didn't trust the God that God spoke to me or that I, um, that I heard him clearly. And, you know, that God given instinct that I, I just knew I needed to do. Um, again, it was, 
it was just kind of going along with whatever was there um, at the time. And so it, it, I, I tell you, make sure that you are truly, truly taking the time with God before anything else in the morning, giving him your first and identifying what you need to put your hands to, because what you put your hands to prospers. And that could be in the negative or the positive. All right. God's word is God's word. So it, you know, you can put your hand to something that you don't need to put your hand to and it could prosper for a period of time and then come crashing down or prosper. And then you come crashing down because you're not built to hold the weight of that. Uh, you know, because that's not what you created to do. So what I, you know, I'll explain a little bit later um, in one of the other parts where I talk about um, no boundaries. So the next area was myself. So I, I didn't know a lot about how your mind operated until I was reading about Dr. Carolyn Leaf and John Asaraf and a bunch of others about how your brain operates and the subconscious and the barriers. And, um, you know, I started doing my doctorate at um, the Wagner Leadership Institute and they started talking about your subconscious and your conscious and um, the amnesic barriers. Okay. And it was so interesting, but it was one line upon line, precept upon precept, thing upon thing. I, I was one that learned so much, but it was really hard for me to identify what to do. Um, I can help others get clear, um, but you know, and, and identify what they needed to do. But my weak part was there was nobody really in my life that was able to help me get clear. And really helped me identify the call on my life and where I needed to go. And so that is, that is a big part of why I just went kind of yo-yo effect. <laughs> you know, I would start and build and get some success and then tear down and uproot and then build. And then, because, you know, I kept hearing and feeling, knowing that I needed to, I was an entrepreneur and I, I needed to step into my call, but it, you know, I, I, I started blogging and then I tore that down. And then I started, um, you know, talking about, um, what else did I talk about branding? And then I kind of tore that down. And then I, it was just like one thing after another, because as I spoke, that message wasn't really resonating with me clearly. And so it was so difficult, but my answer was before God. And once I started getting before God and really taking, um, that time, it was so amazing. I'm not going to lie to you, the transformation that happened and the confidence that was built. And then when others came along and they happened to say certain things, they just affirmed what I already knew. And so that's how I, I, I knew that God was speaking to me and I heard correctly. And so it was such a beautiful thing. Um, I, I lived off of the Christianese phrases, you know, um, like, uh, you know, move forward and believe still have faith what the heck like how the heck do you move forward when you're believing and having faith for something right move forward like in your life like nothing is wrong or or however but yet you're still having faith for this thing and you're feeling like if i move forward will this come to pass oh my gosh it was it was just one thing after another and i had to break that down the only one who knew how to break that down was God, me getting into God's word, me understanding how to, um, it was funny. I was looking at, um, and with Jehoshaphat, 
and how God told him to stand or position himself, stand and be still. And I'm sitting here thinking, wait a minute, what does be still mean? Does be still mean I don't pray? Does be still mean um, I, I, you know, I don't fast or I don't do, am I just still like, does that mean I don't go forward? Do I not believe still for what I'm, it was like one thing after another. And so I had to start breaking those things down. And instead of just repeating what I heard, I had to actually go in and start investigating and asking God to reveal to me, what was that? Because it was just confusing to me. And I didn't want to live off the church Christianese thing. I didn't want to, God, what I realized was God was breaking off religion. And God was bringing me into a, an intimate walk and relationship with him. It was, it, it's phenomenal what happens when you really, really start putting things aside and stop getting, stop getting caught up in, in church and what is said and go to your word. Well, I'll move forward because you'll catch me preaching. And this is, <laughs> this is not that. All right. So the next thing is legwork. Legwork. Um, for the action part of the, the myself part, you know what? Don't just don't be a baby bird. Make sure that you are um, taking in certain things, learning certain things, and then bringing it before God and asking what, what of that do you need to bring into your business in the marketplace? No legwork. That was another thing. No legwork. I didn't build the foundation and ask the hard questions, right? So you want to change the world, but you don't ask the hard questions, which is how do I do that? What do I need to do to change that. See, we all want, we all believe, okay, well, business might be easier. Selling a product might be easier. And this is what happened. I knew my craft. You could not tell me any different. I know my craft. I know that God blessed me and anointed me to have this ability to discern, bring clarity and um, activate individuals into their call. I know that you can't tell me anything different. I've lived with that my whole life. I know that. I know that I can see things. I know how God speaks to me. But operating in business was something totally different. Operating in business was something totally different. Bringing God's values and precepts and principles and the things that he has in the book was a very different thing. And in order to do that, your character is tested. Your integrity is tested. Everything about who you are when you step into entrepreneurship is tested. I am telling you. And that is why most don't survive. It's not about just, um, you know, uh, how do I put this? It's not just about the newest thing that you learn. It's about how much you're willing to sacrifice. How much are you of yourself are you willing, willing to put aside and say, use me? I mean, it's so pretty because we, we put, we, we sing all these, um, you know, uh, oh my gosh, what is it? We, my mind went blank. We, we put together all these songs. We sing in worship, you know, purify me or, um, I need you, Lord, you know, restore my soul, like all these things, right? Um, word of God, speak, let it fall down like rain and open my eyes to see your majesty, right? 
Like we sing all these things, Father God. Oh my goodness. I was just about to go into prayer. Woo! Got to control that. Okay. So we say all these things in worship and in prayer. Use me, God. Use me, God. Purify me. Cleanse me, Father God. And then when he does, we're like, God, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Why is my life falling apart? Mm, my God. You know what? I thought about that. I thought about that when God stripped, literally, I was stripped of everything in my life. And I could just... I get emotional and I cry because I think about the pain that I went through and some things are still being restored and renewed and refreshed and built. But what I tell you with all that is within me that I didn't understand everything, but God just said, your foundation is not healthy. It's not good. And because it is not good, I, you're going to have to tear these down. You're going to have to start afresh and anew, knowing that I am God and I am everything. And that is all that you need, that I am enough. You have to get to the place that I am enough. There is one day that you are going to get on your knees and God is going to ask you, am I enough? And if you can't answer yes, you better, better be aware that you are going to either have to deny the things that God has said, or you're going to have to break be broken, beautifully broken before God. And it's not easy. But if you are going to speak to nations, if you are going to be successful as a business owner, if you're going to do what you need to do, you need to be purified within yourself before you could do that to other people as well. Or you will bring those hurts and offenses. I'm just saying. So I have three more. Woo, man. So I have three more. The other one is no boundaries. You know, I wanted to succeed, but I had no boundaries. I wanted it more than I can eat, drink, and sleep, but it was the wrong way. The reason why I wanted those was because I wasn't enough. I wasn't enough. I did not believe that me enough coming before Almighty Papa, that it was not enough. That my brain and how it operates it, it was it was broken. It wasn't what other people and how I saw it in other people coming to find out that my personality and how I operate and function is actually 3% of the population and even less around 1% if you look at women who operate the way that I do. So the rejection and the things that I faced, it was, it was, it was because I was like Sandy Krakowski says, a unicorn. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want you to really understand this. I felt that I wasn't good enough. And so because of that, I chased, I chased. I didn't feel good enough anywhere at home. I didn't feel good enough at church. I didn't feel good enough in business. I didn't feel, so I was always chasing. I was always going, I was always going, I was always going until that spilled over. So what was in me, the word says, what is in you defiles the other person. So what was in me defiled everyone around me. 
and the weight of having to provide for my family, the weight was unbearable sometimes to think that I had to be able to not only do what I love to do and, and find what I had to do and then learn how to do it on the in the marketplace and, and function, but then to be able to bring home and say, hey, I did it. I know that it worked. It worked. Like I had to prove that it worked. And so because I had that mindset, it, it just broke me even more. It broke me even more. Um, you know, and so another thing that happened with that is because I didn't have the boundaries. I didn't know exactly what it was and how to operate. I had the yo-yo effect. So I self-sabotaged a lot. I would build one thing and I talked about this earlier. I'd build one thing and then I'd sabotage it, build another thing and sabotage it. And I could make five figures, uh, my first five figures in, in a business um, and I would sabotage it. And then what was so frustrating is I saw that I would pour into others and they would get clarity and understanding and then they would go on and make six figures some seven figures <laughs> i would help other people publish books but i had yet to publish i would help them launch programs and websites but i had yet to make in mind and i was so frustrated so frustrated So, you know, this is what I'm talking about. It was those, it was those yo-yo effects. And then there was mentors. I didn't trust people. I didn't trust people. I'm telling you, I had been backstabbed, left, rejected, mocked, talked about. I mean, I could just go on and on and on. I poured my heart out at you know, I'm a strong woman. I'm a strong woman. If you ever met me, if you ever see me speak and teach and whatever, I'm a strong, passionate woman. I allow God, I lose myself when I start to speak and teach because God just, I let God work and move. And so I start going, but I am the most tender person that you might ever meet. I cry in movies. I cry if somebody gets hurt or broken. I empathize. I empathize. I, I, I hold burdens for people. I weep for people. So when I give myself to someone and I really feel like I've given myself to someone and sometimes I feel closer to people because I pray for them and they might not see that I'm that close to them, but I'm really close to them because I love them so much because I pray for them and their family. And then they turn on me or they, 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 they would say things or then they leave or whatever. And it would be so devastating to me because see my value and who I was, was relying on the people around me that I lives that I touched. And so guess what that did for me? That hurt me when I went to, um, be with my students because while I wanted students and wanted to grow my business and wanted to do those things, I was so hurt and so scared to pour myself into them. And then they would leave. But the funny part is I'm an activator. So I want them to leave. I want them to grow. I want them to do what they need to do and, and, and grow even more than myself. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, these are things of why I failed. I want you to think about it. Seriously, think about it. 
So I split myself up. I had broken pieces. That's my last thing to tell you. I had broken pieces and I split myself up into different masks. It was absolutely insane. And the one thing that I did was I separated God and business. I didn't want, um, I, I knew that I had biblical principles and character and certain things that I operated in, but there was a lot of times that I separated business and God and the marketplace and God, because I'm thinking, you know, no, you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to offend people and you don't want to do this and you don't want to do that. And I did not know how to bridge the two when in reality, if you look biblically, there was no separation of the two. And if you look biblically, a lot of the apostles, were entrepreneurs. If you look biblically in the marketplace where everything resided, there was in that marketplace, um, they spoke the word. They did government. They had family and entertainment. Okay. They had all the areas of influence. They operated in the marketplace. This is where it was. It wasn't just in this temple or whatever it is said, the church now, as we call it. The church is there to equip you, yes, to help you get through things, to partner and those type of things. But there is an operation, an operating that you as an entrepreneur are called to. There is fivefold in the marketplace, guys. There is the fivefold, the pastor, the teacher, the evangelist. For instance, you got an evangelist in the marketplace. They are more than likely, okay, more than likely into marketing, sales. They evangelize. So, so many people that operate within fivefold in the marketplace started going into the church. See, I, I, I did that. I, I would operate more like 30, 40, 50, 60, sometimes 80, 60 to 80 hours. And I would leave my business because I felt like it was my responsibility to take care and to yield and to serve in the church to the point of my detriment. To the point that, you know, marriage is, marriage is rocky, children are rocky, business is rocky, everything is rocky. Right? But as long as I gave to the church, everything would be okay. There's such a deception in that. There's, there's, I'll have to speak about that later. We don't have time to really get into that, but let me just share with you that I will tell you that those broken pieces, my, the men in my life, the men in my life, oh, the men in my life. The men in my life broke me. They made me feel like I allowed them to make me feel like absolutely nothing. They left me, rejected me, wounded me. I was not, I felt that I was not worth being around and sticking through the hard times because I'm a self-developer. Eventually I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to work it out. I'm going to be the best woman, wife, um, mother that I can be. I am. I promise you I will be because I don't stop. I'm always reading, always listening, always coming to before God. But in the year of 2019, actually it started 2018 in November, November 18th, 2018. I remember it. There was a significant thing that happened with, um, in, in business and God came before me. I was crying out and I was just like, I don't know what to do. And God said, are you finally going to give it to me? Are you finally going to give it to me? And I was like, okay, fine. 
but I didn't know, I did not fathom that God was going to literally test me. Like I was going to have to give every part. I was going to have to give my marriage, my children, my business. I was going to have to let him strip everything from me to the foundation to deal with my daddy issues, to deal with the pain that people caused me, to deal with the women in my life that had had mentored me, that were supposed to be there for me, guide me, protect me, and help me be the woman and wife and, and child of God that I was supposed to be, but yet molested me, rejected me. And so much more. Do you see how the enemy can play that trick on you to where the very individuals, you, kingdom entrepreneurs in the marketplace operating in the sevenfold, anointed and appointed for such a time as this that I would have to pour into you? Do you see how difficult it was for me to even think about pouring into the same individuals that broke me, the same individuals that I trusted? It was to the point that I put anger and bitterness and it, ahead. It was my protective mechanism. <laughs> oh, I'm speaking to somebody. I'm speaking to somebody. I know I am. There is no way that, that I was put through all these things in my life. And you'll learn about a lot of things more as you come alongside and step into the Genesis Network. Um, but there is no way that I've gone through what I've gone through to stand by and know that it was for not, to know that it didn't even just have one person. So if you're that one person, I love you unconditionally in Christ whether you are my brother or sister. And I speak right now that God heal those broken places and reveal to you exactly where you need healing. Reveal to you exactly what is broken. Reveal to you how to begin healing those areas. And I pray that you release everything to Papa, release everything to Papa God and let him massage your heart so you could be what you need to be in the marketplace and what he has called you to be in. I really truly hope and pray that you are blessed by this uh, Igniting Clarity podcast today. Um, Re-listen to it again. I know for me that it's a very difficult road um, there's a vulnerability that God has asked me to, to really expose and be. And because of what I've went through in my life, it, it's not easy to do that. So every day I make a choice to say that if I could just help one with my story. Believe me, I am not innocent. I have gone through a lot of things, yes, but I have also rejected and, and gotten hard and done all these things because I needed to protect myself. So I've allowed God to be my defender and I pray that you allow God to be yours as well. I love all of you. Go ahead, like, share with anybody that um, you feel would need this message. I hope to see you inside the Genesis Network. <sighs>
God bless you.